Good morning, good evening, wherever you are across the nation and around the world. This is Beacon News, and I am your host, Kelly Robertson. Thank you for joining me today. On today's program, we're going to be talking about a whistleblower, an experiencer, and the deceptions of the vampires and reptilians of the world. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, um, for all of you who don't know me very well, I am the whistleblower and the experiencer who will be speaking on these subjects that we're going to talk about today. I want to begin with us thinking about just how much deception has happened and how much you've already learned in the past what four to six years now most of you some of you just the past year or two but you're learning that there's been much deception so much it goes very deep its reach is far and wide and there are so many truths coming out now which is the point of what all of us are doing with these individual podcasts, YouTube channels, Rumble channels, Bitcoin, or excuse me, BitChute. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh. <clears throat> Patreon, all of these different platforms that we have these independent journalists and individual whistleblowers who are stepping forward to talk to you, to tell you the truth. Finally, for a moment, I want us to focus on all of the enslavements that have happened over the past thousand years or more from various tactics. We've all endured as a race of humans, even before Jesus. Moses led slaves out of Egypt. Before him, Abraham and Enoch had slaves. Their people knew enslavement, the people of their day. This goes all the way back into history. The Greek and Roman gods had slaves. Even further back than that, the Anunnaki had slaves. According to Zacharias Stitchens, translations of the Sumerian tablets, the uh, cuneiforms. The Anunnaki actually created humans to be their slaves. So the idea of slavery goes all the way back to the idea of creating man. Now, I've said before and I'll say again, there have been many ascended masters to come before our modern era that we find ourselves in now. They were all telling the same type of things. Buddha, Hare Krishna, Muhammad, Jesus, and so many others. But the one of all who sets himself apart, not on purpose, 
but because of deception and manipulation, would be Jesus. The other belief systems, the other religions, there is only one. They don't have layers and faucets to their belief system. There are not multiple subgroups within the one, except where Christianity is concerned. And if you'll recall, in our history, we learned about the Crusades and many other wars where blood was shed to force the Bible belief system, the Christian belief system, upon man. Now, I'm not here to put down Christianity as a whole. I'm not here to say don't believe your Bible at all. I am here to say everything that you should know that should have been put into that Bible was omitted on purpose. It was a mass-produced deception. One of epic proportions. So, bear with me. And let's go on a journey. Because yes, this is an experiencer and whistleblower's account. For over a thousand years, we've endured slavery as a whole, as a race of human beings. To my last count, there are 95 subgroups of Christianity. Methodist, Mennonite, Amish, Baptist. There's even varying levels of Baptists and Methodists and Wesleyans and so on. There are 95 sects, subgroups of Christianity with Catholicism and the Jewish beliefs being at the top of the pyramid. So they've taken the word of one man who was great in his teachings. I assure you, I am here to assist in finishing Jesus's message and really try one last good time to hit it home and get the point across to all of you. And again, bear with me. I know this is a touchy subject for a lot of people. So a multifaceted subgroup religion control system was put in place. It has a now molded, catered to, tailored for your comfortable beliefs, versions of what we call Christianity all across the globe. Literally almost every continent and almost every country in the entire world has some version of Christianity. 
I personally was raised a Southern Baptist. I know the Bible very well, and I am proud of that. There are a lot of really beautiful messages in that Bible. So worldwide religion has pretty much, excuse me, Christianity has pretty much capitalized on this as a worldwide religion. I've studied all of the religions of the world extensively. It was one of my first real thirsts for knowledge because as a child, Remembering the things I already remembered about volunteering to come here for something we would call the Great Awakening. I questioned everything. All around me, everything. Why do leaves fall to the ground? What is gravity really? Why does the hair stand up on my arms? You know, I questioned everything. So when I went to Sunday school and I memorized my Bible verses and it was time for me to speak, I would ask questions. I was always given the same answer. You do not ask questions. You simply are to have faith. Well, see, the irony in that is that I continued to have questions. I continued to seek out the truths. And in that, instilled in me the true meaning of faith and it is very powerful and it is very beautiful and it's one of the greatest gifts that God gave us to have but it's our choice to have it it's our free will and we are expected to seek the truths be truth seekers because those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear will find it. One of my favorite Christian songs is Amazing Grace, as is for many. But the words are so true to me now. Once I was blind and now I see. Wow. What a full circle moment that song has become for me. And I'm imagining probably for you too, eventually. So, this is almost a worldwide takeover, if you will. Capitalism, right? Monopoly. They have it all covered. It's an all-inclusive control system to keep you from questioning, to keep you from thinking outside the box of the doctrine that is taught. And in most, rehearsed and drilled into us, similar to brainwashing. It's to keep you from trying things out to see for yourself. If you can, in fact, do the same great works as Jesus and more, as Jesus said. To keep you under their control. 
Because you see, if you did any of those things and accidentally discovered your real, hidden, secret gifts from God, you'd not be controllable. So meanwhile, you're blinded, you're sheltered, you're shunned, you're forbidden the knowledge. And all the while, behind the scenes, the elite, the Illuminati, the Freemasons, gather in dark places, learning the truths and practicing them. Yes, I know what you're thinking right now. If they're doing black magic, what they do is evil. You're correct. And I can explain that too. Just like anything else that's great and good and God-given that they have taken, manipulated, tainted, jaded, twisted, and turned for their malleability in ego-driven hunger and thirst for power in whatever form that means for them. They too took the truths and the gifts of who we are as humans and have twisted it, manipulated it, pissed on it, tainted it, and literally bargained with the devil to do their bidding so that they could achieve not the same great goals as we could but mediocre goals. Mediocre at best. They are not all powerful just because they're hanging out in their covens and their dark dens and their community bathhouses. They're not succeeding at what you could succeed at because they are ego-driven and they are twisting it and they're making deals with demons to do their bidding. Whereas if you truly knew your gifts, you could, could create on your own. You don't have to manipulate anything or anyone. <clears throat> so they're driven greedy purposes give reason for them to have to add their ritualistic practices that again as I said are not necessary for those who do the inner work themselves without the spilling of blood getting their hands dirty or accruing more karmic lessons they literally have bartered their souls away. And sadly, most didn't even have much of a soul left after childhood. There are studies that prove the many ways to break a child's psyche in order to keep them from reaching their creative potential as a son of Adam. 
which means you're a son of God. We are blinded, shunned, and shielded with many layers and many different things to keep us from knowing who we are. But the children that are brought up within these dark groups, these children's psyches are shattered, some to the point of no return. Others are broken, and a small few remain intact and get out alive as an adult. And I use that loosely, quote unquote, alive, right? Because you're not really living if you've given up your soul to evil deeds. So I want you to keep in mind that these children that are now adults, these children within these groups, they are tortured, they are tormented in various ways to be broken. You've already learned very much about this topic. So you should be able to keep up with me here and understand where I'm going. Once they're broken, their soul doesn't feel remorse, compassion, any of that the same ever again until someone could come along that can truly heal them, which would be, you know, someone like me or a hypnotherapist or a psychologist that understands how to go back and replace the memories with something else. So these children are created as adult into adult sociopaths, psychopaths, narcissists, and the likes of the greatest kind. They hide it well. They make you love them. They're everywhere. The monsters of our world were once tortured children. I want you to keep that in mind as you continue your learning and your journey. In order for them to grow up in this type of group, it was necessary for them to learn how to repeat the cycles that are within this system in order to stay alive, stay rich, stay in good standing. There are many reasons. Some who know now try to protect their own children to prevent this from happening to them. Some are still in that don't know how to get out, are very fearful in that. Simply put, they don't know how to learn to know thyself. So it's up to people like us to learn that and become those warriors for the rest. This is a vicious cycle, ladies and gentlemen, that we must break. 
and we must be able to completely and truly, thoroughly understand our enemy. And we do not view our enemy as a threat. We do not view our enemy as someone to hate. We do not view our enemy with any type of negative energies. We should come from a place of compassion, but also a place of allowing that logical servant to balance the scales and do whatever we know needs to be done on an individual basis. One person at a time. Some will be able to be saved and healed. Others, maybe not so much. Maybe they're the ones that need to have the redo. But we do not come from a place of anger in this. Similar to the way my Native American family taught me that when you hunt, you do not scare and threaten the animal that you are trying to hunt. The whole point and purpose of sneaking up on the animal to take its life is to make sure that it dies with its adrenaline, its adrenochrome, its chrome, uh, cortisones at low levels of neutral or happy content. You do not want to spike those levels and create fear in that animal before you take their life. You respect life. You respect it. You give thanks for it if it's your food and you have to take its life. You give thanks. You do not take it in anger. You do not enjoy creating fear. You come from a place of love and gratitude and compassion, but also a very logical place of this is what I need to do to survive. And so I am very grateful that this food is here for my survival, for my abundance. You're grateful of it. So we don't ever want to come from a place of anger and hate because then we harden our heart. And then we have to question ourselves and do more inner work and ask ourselves, are we any better? than them. So this is not about turn the other cheek. This is about being compassionate in all ways. So in my opinion, it's time for some tough love in the most real way. And if knowing all of these things about religion isn't bad enough in and of itself, you've been deceived in many other ways as well. Number two on the list is the UFO field. It goes hand in hand 
with the hidden spiritual wisdom teachings that all of us missed out as children of knowing thyself. And by the way, just a little side note here, Jesus said, know thyself many times. He also said that your body is the temple of God. He said those things for literal reasons. So the UFO field. Yes, we have good aliens that are on our side. Extraterrestrial beings who visit us on a regular basis. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they are here for the good, but they are not going to intervene because of free will. The law says we have free will. We have free choice. <clears throat> if we allow to live in fear and anger and chaos and confusion, rather than have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, that is our free will choice to do. And I agree with that law 100%. I do not feel malice, anger, or resentment to anyone who is not ready to hear this message. I wish you well. I hope for you to be blessed in your life and to prosper. As long as it harms none. So reptilians and vampires, these are real beings as well. Extraterrestrial beings that have come to our planet. Not only do I know this from first-hand accounts of seeing such beings and having to deal with them and interact with them in most unpleasant ways, but no, they didn't harm me per se. They were just trying to take my light and didn't work. Because by the grace of God, I do know thyself and had to learn it quick. But they do exist. I have experienced them. I have had interactions with them. They are what you would call the fallen ones, the fallen angels. The NSA knows of them. They are on a list of 57 known species, subspecies, groups, and categories of friend, foe, or neutral. I've seen it with my own eyes before the NSA realized they shouldn't have that on website for the public to view. And yes, I suffered a lot of consequences for going there and looking and thinking you could just casually bookmark it. What did I know? I really knew nothing about our three-letter alphabet agencies at that time. I actually kind of trusted them, like everybody else. <sighs> that was a crash course lesson in why you shouldn't, <laughs> actually. Um, anyway, I digress. 
The vampires and the reptilians are actually the true rulers of our planet in these current times and have been for a very, very long time. They are actually the reason for the need for the volunteers that are all here now, much like me. Because we knew that if we came back in numbers, there's power in numbers. And they're all starting to shine their lights and show up bright and tell you their stories and their truths, just like me. So you need to understand who the enemy really is. And yes, I know, I understand that for a lot of you, that's a hard pill to swallow, that reptilians are real and vampires are real. So let's just get some things clear. First of all, vampires are not like what you see in the movies, except that yes, they are cunning. They do have to get your permission to let them in. You have to give up your free will permission for them to cross a threshold, whether that be a vehicle or your home. They are what people would typically call in modern days, black eyed people, though most commonly known as black eyed children. Why children? Because we all have that soft spot in our heart for a kid. But if you see a kid with black eyes, you need to immediately remind yourself that is not a child anymore. That is not a child of God any longer. That child's eyes are black. That child's soul was turned a long time ago. So don't have compassion. Don't let them in and rebuke them in the name of yourself or in the name of Yashua. But rebuke them. You do have that power. You do have that authority. You do have that control. And they know it. They just don't want you to. Reptilians. Let's talk about them for a minute. Reptilians are often referred to as the Blue Bloods. Ringing any bells? Anyone? Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. The bloodlines of the plasma, not of the earth, of the fire, the gin. About six or seven years ago, I was doing research as an anon on the queen and her family and her bloodline. <clears throat> I was a big Twitter tweeter in those days. And I would tweet out my findings on my research on the queen and her bloodline. 
On this one fateful day, I tweeted all about how Vlad the Impaler was actually her very close relative, and how I had already in previous research tracked Vlad the Impaler's bloodline back to the Jinn in the Middle East. The genies, the magic ones. Why are they called genies? Because they'll pretend to grant you three wishes and they all come in a price. And the beautiful thing about a genie is that they can shapeshift. They can look like anything or anyone that they want. So the true reptilians, they're walking around our planet looking just like you and me. How do you tell them apart? Well, most of the time, thanks to our new digital information age, you can see them on camera digitizing and transforming on some various part of their face or body whenever they're on TV being agitated, irritated, or nervous. Because it's really like an image projection, a screen image that they're giving you. They know how to tap right into your brain and make your brain think it's seeing a human. And in those lucid, rare moments where someone isn't using their human programmed brain, they can actually see reptilians up close and personal in people that they may actually know, even. They are very real, I assure you. And they've told you without even telling you, because that's part of the law as well. There has to be a grain of truth to everything. And that's why the mustard seed and the grain of salt are so important. And the more salt you have, the less they can lie and deceive and portray images of a physical form of a human that doesn't even really exist for them. I would imagine these days David Icke should feel very vindicated for what he has told people for 25, 30 years now, finally being something that the public but at least entertain as a pos possible reality. And I thought of him often as I was tweeting out all of this information. And I called it a fateful day earlier for a reason, because you see, immediately after those tweets, I had been hacked. I'd had a tracker put on my my phone and my uh, computer. I was threatened. I was warned via my Twitter inbox. And I was approached by one specific royal individual that all of you should recognize the name of. His name was Harry. 
first he started out trying to flirt with me. But I was too smart for that. So he ended with threatening me. And yes, I know a lot of you want to believe that Harry and Megan, they're the good ones of the whole bunch. I'm here to tell you they are not. He ended up threatening me and warning me to shut up. Shortly after that, the same day Trump was canceled from Twitter for life, I was too. <clears throat> Not necessarily for that, though. Um, I probably had a lot to do with me sharing a bunch of stuff on Trump and everything going on. Because, again, I was an anon. So I shared a lot of stuff. But uh, the threats, the warnings, it was all very real and very much present in my face immediately. So let's go back for just a little bit here. There are aliens on this planet and the UFO conspiracy, the cover-up, goes hand in hand with the spirituality hijacking of your true knowledge and wisdom of how to know thyself. <clears throat> they will abduct you, these bad reptilians and vampires, these, these bad beings. And this is not inclusive, uh, just exclusively the reptilians and vampires either. They're just at the top of the food chain there. They will abduct you though, and they will do experiments on you that are very invasive and against your free will. They will implant you with trackers. They will implant you with hybrid babies for their own agenda because they need creator beings since they are not. That will do their bidding for them once all of you wake up because they already know they can't stop. It's coming. Nothing can. Nothing. All of their efforts, efforts will be in vain, I assure you. But they have, in fact, abducted many and used their hybrid, hybridization agenda for themselves. Their hopes are that by the year 2030, which much of you are probably familiar with, Agenda 2030, their hopes are to have their own army because they know that God's army is being built and added to in great numbers daily. <clears throat> My job as one of the generals who lead the army is to prepare you for battle. You cannot be prepared for battle unless you truly know thyself. And again, it is by free will and choice of each individual soul where they will stand. And the day to fight is already here. We're not waiting for a war to begin. We are in it. You are told in the Bible than in the end times 
you will be doing great things as long as you believe in Jesus. Which really means if you believe in his word, his words and his truths and his wisdom that he was trying to give you to know thyself. So it says in the Bible in end times that there will be many who will be doing the great things as long as they believe in Jesus, like healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, and casting out demons. <clears throat> All of us generals can already do these things and more. We are here to teach you how. I want to pause just for a moment to address this because this is something that I've struggled with personally. Yes, I have the knowledge and the tools to teach you. And yes, I have a website that has services to teach you these things that have a price tag on them. And people often will say to me, and I, again, struggled with this myself. How can you put a price tag on this kind of knowledge? <clears throat> but I know the answer to that now. Because if you are not willing to give something of your energetic self to truly learning this, to truly being dedicated to it, for it to really matter to you, then you are not there, honestly, to learn. And I've come to this conclusion because I did begin a year ago, a year and a half ago, offering these things for free. I started out with my vow as knowledge is power and knowledge should be free. I still wish that it could be that way. I really do. But people, thousands of people, have proven to me that if it's free, it isn't value. If it's free, it's not really worth their time energy. If it's free, it's not really worth putting in the effort and the work that needs to be done. And it's not even hard work. It's not. You already have all of these tools inside of you. You were born with these tools in your box. I just have the key. It's as easy as turning a key. But when I offer it for free, nobody's seeing the value in it. They're not putting in the effort. So it has a price tag. But if you're genuinely poor, if you're genuinely strapped for money, and you genuinely want to learn, and I will know by speaking with you and vetting you, by feeling your energy, I will know. And if you are genuine, then you will have it for less than the price mark or free, depending on your situation. You will. And that is my promise to you. 
because this is so much more than me having a business and offering services or looking at my pretty face in a camera or my nice voice on a podcast. This is so much bigger than you and me and anything that could possibly go on in either one of our lives. The majority of you already agree that this is a spiritual war. Spiritual warfare means that they are going to trick you and continue to manipulate you to render you weaponless. Jesus died to save you and you don't even really know what that means. He died because they needed to shut him up. Remember on the cross? He looked up at the sky and he said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? He didn't understand why his execution was being allowed when he knew that it was his mission in his life to share that knowledge to free everyone so that they wouldn't be slaves anymore. He didn't understand. Why are you letting me die if this is my mission? was for a bigger plan. So if you want to make sure that Jesus didn't die in vain, if you want to make sure that Jesus died to really truly save you and me and everyone, you need to buckle up, ready up, and put on your armor of God and learn to know thyself. So when you start thinking about Jesus was executed so that they could shut him up because he he knew how to give you the keys to the kingdom. That's what he told you. He has the keys to kingdom and by his name you will get there. It doesn't mean to worship him. It means listen to his words and learn from them. He told his 12 disciples, go off in 12 directions. You can do the same great works I do and more. Walk in faith. And they were like, but Lord, but Lord, if you're not with us, because they were missing the point, and so are you. It's not your fault. You were misled. You have been greatly deceived. Now, when you start thinking about all of this and really wrapping your mind around it, starting to flip your perspective and really see it for the truth that it is, you're going to go through some different levels of emotions. The first one 
Hopefully you've already went through and surpassed. That's denial. Denial, which was the whole point, the whole intention behind Judas denying Jesus in his last days. So that those who have the eyes to see and the ears to hear would realize that denial would be the first deceptor. Then you're going to be angry and shocked over all of the lies being duped, all these beautiful truths being hidden from us and all the suffering that has happened because of it to so, so many people. Because let's face it, there's not a person on this planet that hasn't been jaded. So you're going to be angry. You're going to go through these levels of emotions. I want you to be patient with yourself and I want you try to, to try to remain patient and compassionate with others as you're journeying through those emotions, those levels. Keep in mind, all of us have been duped. And this is exactly why in Revelations, it says that two thirds, two thirds of the population will realize that they have worshiped the wrong God. And in the end times, they'll be told. But only the ones who have eyes to see and the ears to hear will recognize it as truth and then learn and ready themselves with a mighty sword of Christ consciousness. This truly is your greatest weapon against them. It's quantum physics magnitude power because it is in the quantum field that you will tap into the energy that will wield your sword of truth and knowing thyself and having faith living in that faith of who you are what you are and what you can do to stop the madness to end the cycles of child torture and torment and poverty and hunger and homelessness and every other form of slavery that there is because even all of us who sit in our comfortable homes and work our nine to five jobs are enslaved. And I think the majority of my viewing audience, listening audience, likely already knows that much. Jesus himself said, I come here with a mighty sword. There's even a tale in the Bible of when he overthrew a table 
where they were charging tax and gambling and doing many things that they shouldn't do in a building that was supposed to have been a place of worship. He was angry and he threw the table over and spilled their money everywhere. Can you imagine? I mean, can you really imagine? Here Jesus is, waltzes into town, goes into your town center building where it's supposed to be the sacred building and sees all of the sin everywhere. These people that are just pissing away their life and being worthless wastes of human flesh, in his opinion. And they don't know him from Adam, who was also a son of God. Keep that in mind. We are all children of God. Jesus was not exclusive to this. And he said so himself. But can you imagine how floored and shocked these people must have been when that happened? When he came in there with such power and passion and flipped that table over and started telling them the what fors and the how tos and the shame on yous? Man, I would have loved to have seen that stuff happen. The energy that must have been in that room, that's real power. That's what happens when we are actionable in our thought, in our compassion, and our love, because love is so powerful, and we are so powerful, yet we are taught to be less than, helpless, trapped, no choices, and it's all deception. It's all a great, big, fancy, fabricated lie to keep their slaves shackled. These reptiles, these vampires, they're everywhere in plain sight. Most of Hollywood has them. Hell, most of the governments do too. Let's just be real. Sometimes they even rub it in your face. Let's take Johnny Depp, for example. He's a real, walking, living vampire. Nick Cage. John Travolta. To name a few. Even good old Tom, what's his face? This is his name. You know who I'm talking about. I just can't think of his last name right now. Brain dead. Him and his wife were in the public for a lot of different reasons recently, and a lot of people. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Funny how the truth can get choked right out of you sometimes. Uh, they were believed to have been on one of the uh, vessels for the captives, if everyone gets my drift. I believe her name is Rita. Tom and Rita. What is his damn name? He's an actor. He was in the Da Vinci Code. Oh my god, y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't believe I can't think of his name. Anyway, it'll hit me after I talk for a little bit after, of something else. Anyway, back to Johnny Depp. <laughs> he owns a nightclub 
in Hollywood. He also has a band. Do you know the name of his band? It's called the Vampires. Think. Think about it. Think about it, guys. He's even played roles in movies telling you all about cord uh, cortisoid. I don't know what is going on in my brain. You know, the adreno with the chromes from, oh, cortisols raising. That's what I'm trying to say. And then, you know, we've got the gent in the, in the family of the royal bloodline. She's all out there waving all the time and shit. And everybody on the planet has to follow everything that the stupid royal family is doing. No offense, stupid. I don't mean it like that. I just mean, it's, I think it's just ridiculous the way we have the whole paparazzi, you know, let's idolize the famous rich people kind of crapola. I just think that's so ridiculous. And, I mean, if you want to believe in your Bible and you want to believe in the Ten Commandments, hello, there's that one that says, you know, there should be no idols or gods before me. What do you think they've done with Hollywood and the rich and the famous and, you know, the royal families? What do you think they've done? They've idolized them so that you worship them, follow them, rather than learning to know thyself. Yep. So, you know, these are the fallen ones, the Jinn, the Queen's family, the bloodline of the Queen. The Queen Mother, Queen Mum, is of the Jinn, the fallen ones. You've heard of the fallen angels. You're familiar with that term. But when you think of them, what do you see in your mind's eye? Do you see tall, glorious, beautiful angels with their wings spread out? Because that's not what they look like. No. The true identity, the true form of the jinn, are the giant lizards with wings also known as the Draconian, Reptilian, Naga. They're in every single indigenous tribe's lore, every single ancient writings, scripts. But the Catch-22 was that they could never, they were never allowed to actually tell you exactly what they look like so that you could not identify the enemy. <clears throat> These large lizards with wings have also been romanticized by Hollywood as dragons. And they are, in fact, dragons. Sorry, my puppy's getting stuff. You know, the uh, Chinese and several other cultures, they worship the dragon. They honor <coughs> the dragon. 
Revelations tells you of the dragon with, what is it, seven heads? That will fight the great spiritual battle against us? Yeah. That is seven major nations, heads, that follow, worship, the dragon, the reptilians, the draconians, the devil, Satan, whatever name you want to give them, Anunnaki, whatever name you want to give them, they are all one and the same. I want you to think about that for a minute. Think about all the times that you were in some spiritual group calling in dragons. Like that's such a fun, beautiful, great thing to do. I would love for dragons to be beautiful and good. But let's face it, that ounce of truth that they have to give you, that grain of salt truth, that's always been there. What do you know for sure about dragons? You know that they guard their treasures. They have all the gold and jewels. And they can shapeshift and look like a man to fool you when they're out in public. So please, put your wishful, hopeful, imaginative, fun-loving self's ego aside for just a moment and entertain the thought that what I'm telling you is truth. Two-thirds of the population of this planet will be worshiping the wrong God. Do you think they're doing that knowingly? And if they are, why would it be written in such a way that they are going to be shocked when the veils are lifted? And the seals have been broken on all of the truths. What reason would there be to be shocked if they knowingly are worshiping the wrong God? They've been duped. And in turn, they're, deep, they're duping others in spiritual communities everywhere near you. True story. They're tainting the words spiritual, ascension, the great awakening. We are who we've been waiting for. But we will not be a force to be reckoned with unless you learn to know thyself. 
and then you can armor up and carry your mighty sword in Christ's name because you will be anointed with the consciousness and wisdom of Christ as it was meant to be. You need to wake up, ladies and gentlemen. You need to finally know for yourself that we are who we've been waiting for. Jesus has already come and laid the groundwork for us. Do you let his death be in vain? Now, when you know in your soul that we are in the end times of a spiritual war, do you sit on your butt while others are out fighting on the front lines in a real battle, saving young people underwater and underground everywhere? Or do you put on your armor of God and finally choose to learn who you are? And you need to really know it. So if you learn it now, there's time to practice and get better and be great. Censorship is very real. If you're still with me here, you know that one week ago today, I got booted off of YouTube for standing up against evil in one of two videos that were both flat. I stated it. I stated my intention. I sent my power and my will forcefully out into the field via that show and that video. And they saw it. I was over the target. I was telling them and you very matter-of-factly in the other video exactly who you are. Finally, instantly I was pulled back because they don't want me to talk to you because they don't want you to possibly believe anything I may say. And since I am a first-hand whistleblower and I am a first-hand experiencer on many, many levels, they know that when I was speaking and when I speak, I do it with compassion and passion and conviction. That passion and that conviction, hopefully, is my intention, will jar you to remember, regroup, come back home to who we are. Remember, Jesus said, where one or more gather in my name, 
Think about that. When you remember, you are rejoining the group, your members, your tribe, your family. Soldiers often look at their comrades that they fight next to as family. It's their brothers, their sisters. They are a member of a tribe. Think for yourself. For the love of this planet and all of its creatures that the divine has created and gifted for us. For the love of Christ consciousness's sake. Let's fight for it, not allow them to take it away. It is our choice. Each one of us is choice. It's easy to learn. You already know this. You already know everything that I have to teach you. You just don't know where to find it or how to flip the perspective or unlock it, tap into it, hone it, direct it, control it, and make it manifest beautiful things, powerful things. You've just simply been in a very deep slumber. And it's my job to help wake you up. To teach you how to take control. When Jesus was baptized, the Lord said, as he looked down upon him, this is one of my sons and in him, I am very pleased. I want you to remember that we are all God's children. You are his son. You are his daughter. God is love. God is creation. We too should make our creator, our father, mother, however you want to look at it. We should make them just as equally proud of us as of Jesus. Knowing thyself in its truest form really is a weapon of mass evils destruction. Quantum physics at its core. I am here to assist in finishing Jesus' message. Trying to really hit it home, you know? I am not a messiah. I am not a guru. I am a volunteer who has many labels, but I volunteered to be here for the plan, God's plan. I read energy. Words have an energetic sig signature. You already know that you can read energy too. You just don't know that you know.
much like that Chinese proverb I love to quote. When you read the Bible, how many times do you get confused or unsure of what you're reading? Those words were meant to confuse you. When you read your Bible or any other written literature, how much of it resonates with you as truth? You just feel it in your core. You just know it. It's because you read the energetic signature and you knew it's truth. It's clear. It's a clear message when it's truth. When it's false, when it's fake, it's fuzzy, it's confusing. Makes you feel discombobulated. Makes you feel dumb. Makes you feel less than. It was meant to, to confuse you. Why do you think that all of the scribes way back in the day were the only ones that were allowed to learn to read and write? This is when Christianity was being formed. They didn't want you to know how to read and write until their dogma, their control system, was put in place well enough that they could ensure that you would not read the energetic signatures and discern for yourself truth from lie and deception fact from fiction to write to read to speak to think is to cast energy into its creational form spelling is casting a spell this does not mean it's witchcraft it does not mean it's evil there's also a reason they taught you witches are bad people who can do miraculous things like affect an outcome part a storm they'd have you believe now that the indigenous people of North America known as the Native American tribes were pagans They were bastardized because they knew they could do those things and more. They did rain dances to bring the rain. They understood the natural law. They were not heathens. They were not witches. They were vilified and bastardized so that you wouldn't dare try to do any of it while all the elite sit behind their closed doors and do exactly that for bad. It's a flipped mirror and it's time for us to turn that mirror around and see it for what it is. Spelling, spell casting, speaking things into existence is not evil, it's not witchcraft. It is your God-given right as a creator because you are the sons 
and the daughters of God, the Creator. You can go forth and do the same great works and more. They knew it, and they know it now, that spelling, reading, writing, speaking, thinking is all energy that creates. This is why they are trying so hard now to keep you full of fear, to keep you in chaos, confusion, depression, drunkenness, doped up on drugs, or otherwise withdrawn from learning thyself. It's all part of their tricks and traps. Did you know that the whole reason and purpose for mantras, affirmations, prayers, and the likes are to create because words, speech, writing, thinking with emotion behind it is how you manifest. It's energy. It's the true meaning of E equals MC squared. So when we write positive words, positive thoughts, positive affirmations, mantras, prayers, or we speak them, or we think them, it adds power to the light in the battle. It gives it power. Same goes for the negative powers, the dark side, our adversary. When you're ugly, when you're depressed, when you're moody or judgy, you've just added to the fuel and fanned the devil's flames of power. Unbeknowing to you, or is it? So, when we were taught, be careful what you wish for, and to mind your thoughts, or watch your words, that was an oral tradition of passing down real truths to you. And they've reached you. They've made it here with us. You've just somehow lost <clears throat> in the process the true definition and interpretation of the message. The message is not so clear anymore. But that's the beauty of the Great Awakening and veils lifting is for you to now have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Watch your words literally means watch them create before you, in front of you. Watch your words. Eating crow. What's that mean, eating crow? What do we know about the crow? The crow is the talker, the gossiper, the menace, right? 
We are creators. We are of God. The fallen ones cannot create on their own. This is why they do the hybrid program. This is why they abduct people. That and just to create fear. But this is why they keep you in fear, in chaos, anger, hate, drug, depressed, or drunk. I am asking you to join God's army and wake up. On this journey, we are all here to awaken our inner truths. We walk the same path, yet no two stories are ever the same. We all have a piece of the puzzle to remember and regroup. We are connected as one through our collective consciousness. Although every single sacred soul is absolutely individually unique. I deeply honor your soul energy. I deeply love you. I do understand that this journey, this path, is a challenging one. And there is much confusion. But you have been put here at this time, this very moment, because of your abilities to discern, your intellect, your courage, your strength, and because it's your mission. We know that it's all for the greater good of humanity and our precious Mother Earth. Ascension means changing us. Changing us, knowing thyself, in order to change the future timeline and win the war. One where our children and our children's children will absolutely know a world of harmony and peace and balance without evil dictatorship and shackles. A one, a, a world of true freedom we pave the way for all here on earth. We are the way showers. We are the light, the beacon that can lead others home to self. It truly is a very special time to be alive. And with all of our intentions, Focusing our energy on the same outcome 
of love, respect, peace, harmony, and balance. Good will prevail. God will win. We will win. Because we are who we've been waiting for. And ready or not, the world as we know it is about to change. It's changing before your very eyes. Mandela effects, time shifts, and all. I want to thank you for being on this journey with me. A journey of unity and truths. that is going to become the most epic story ever told for eons of generations to come. I thank you for joining me today. I'm sending you my love and my blessings. And until next time, take care. and know thyself. Okay, just a quick little video because I've, I've been watching these videos all day today and doing research and reading headlines where factories, food chain factories in America are being burned down in the middle of the night. Different things are happening around our schools. All of these, you know, you know if you know that these are false flag things, right? So if you want to be doing something actionable, get your militia groups together, get your bikers together, get everybody together that you can rally and go protect our warehouses, go protect our factories, go protect our schools. You don't have to be on their properties to protect them. You are merely surveying the area to keep it safe. You want to do something actionable? Do that. Don't go there to cause trouble. Don't go there to raise hell. Go there to protect and serve. Right? That's why we formed militias in this country. That's why they were encouraged through our Constitution to have them, keep them, and ensure they were never stripped from us. Great leaders, great presidents that we have had have encouraged the militia. Use them. Utilize them. For what they were meant to be used and utilized for. To serve and protect against tyrannies. Because you know as well as I know, this stuff is happening, these factories being burned down, this is them intentionally trying to ruin our economy. Our local electricity providers put a notice out yesterday letting us know that some bigwigs above them have informed them rolling blackouts will be happening. Guaranteed.
never happens here. It gets hotter than Hades where I live every summer. Usually way before summer. We normally don't even have a spring season. It gets so hot so quick. We've never had a blackout moment. Never. This year, they're telling us ahead of time to expect it. Now I'm going to do my part as an energy worker to ensure that doesn't happen so that the people in the nursing homes and the hospitals and home on machines that provide them life support of some type or another or the need for air conditioning to stay cool whatever it is I'm going to do my part to ensure that doesn't happen here I encourage all of you go do your part let's take back our country let's not let them lead the script any further. Blessings in love and light. My mind is calm. I am connected to spirit. Spirit flows through me. I will release all anger, guilt, and grief. I will take time to listen to myself and my guides. I will remain calm and centered, even through chaos. I will allow spirit to flow through and guide me. I will project positive energy into the universe and receive its gifts in turn. I will increase my powers of healing and perception. I will use these powers to benefit myself and others. I will open myself to love and prosperity. I will invite them into my life. I am calm. I am connected to spirit. And spirit flows through me. Walk in that. Walk in that faith, compassion. In everything that you do to help us win 